Wham, glam, thank you, ma'am. Welcome back to the Barbie Trap House with your favorite brunette, Barbie. Let's get into it. There's a trend right now going around about people, mostly men, saying they're super straight. If you haven't heard of it, look it up. In a nutshell, it basically means that you won't date a trans person. Which, if the genitalia doesn't match your preference or there's just not a genuine attraction, it's totally fine. Nothing wrong with having a preference. But having a whole sexuality based around not dating trans people is so unnecessary. Anyway, it's really funny, actually, because here's the kick. I don't think any guy has had any more luck pulling biological women after identifying themselves as super straight. TikTok has birthed a ton of great trends, promoting some great things, but this, I digress. One of the biggest problems with TikTok is age. You see a super hot guy or girl and you go to their Instagram and boom, 15 years old. What are 15 year olds eating these days? Like seriously, my friend saw this guy the other day and thought he was no younger than like 22. So she calls me and asks me to do some sleuthing and I go to his page, 16. Like when I was in high school, I was not cute. I feel like having an awkward, weird stage in high school is a rite of passage and it's not fair. I don't trust people who are pretty in high school. I just don't. I feel like it builds character. Don't get me started on middle schoolers. I never thought I would feel so inferior to someone who hasn't even taken Algebra 1. You can usually tell how old someone is if you pay attention to the times they post. Girls will literally post a thirst trap at 9 o'clock p.m., right before their parents take their phone away and reply to all of the water and tongue emoji comments at 7 a.m. when they get up for school. If someone is replying to your damn ma comment at 7 a.m., red flag. That's a case. See, when I was in middle school, I did some thirst trapping myself. Here's the story. When I was in middle school, I moved from my hometown. I absolutely hated my new school for the first few months. I missed my friends. I missed my family. And every day looking at Snapchat was another reminder that everyone was having fun without me. Well, my parents wanted me to make friends at my new school and didn't want to drive me back and forth two hours each way every weekend to my hometown. Understandable. So I found some friends and I finally got to go back and spend the night with my bestie, Brooke, for the first time in what felt like forever. Right before I left, we were watching Dateline in her living room and To Catch a Predator came on and I got the best idea. I wanted to make a change in my community. I wanted to victimize myself for the betterment of society. My Mimi brought me back to the city where I was living and I immediately got to work. I downloaded all of the dating apps I knew of and started making profiles. I didn't know a single thing about internet safety, so I used my real name, real age, my real photos. I told these people what school I went to, the whole nine yards. In my mind, I was like, what are they going to do? come to my school? Um, yeah, they totally could have done exactly that. Internet safety people. So I would get on these dating apps and broadcast myself to the world to see who would take the bait. The jail bait. (laughs) That was dumb. Anyway, so I talked to well over 20 men during this whole experience. I would talk to these men for weeks, months on end. One of the things I picked up on from To Catch a Predator was that an automatic ticket to the big house was sending an underage person explicit photos of themselves. So if they asked me to send pictures, I would tell them I couldn't take pictures like that or my parents would see them and get me in trouble or something along those lines. 
That wasn't the real reason, of course. I just didn't want to send these 30-year-old men pictures of my prepubescent body. But I would ask them for pictures in return because I knew that there was no going back once you send a minor explicit content. My parents obviously didn't know that this was going on because every time they would take my phone or ground me, I would delete the apps off of my phone and re-download them when I got my phone back because my parents obviously wouldn't be able to understand the trials and tribulations that came with being the iconic protector of the community. I was Chris Hansen, and these predators had to get their just desserts. (laughs) I'm too much. (laughs) Anyway, I just had a ton of this evidence on my phone. I put evidence in quotation marks, by the way. I forget you guys can't see me. I say evidence in quotation marks because I had zero intention of turning these people in. I know. What the heck, Mackenzie? You're supposed to be catching predators. Why aren't you turning them in? Well, the answer is simple. If I told the police, then my parents would find out, and we couldn't have that. So this was my plan. I would talk to these men for months, get the evidence I needed, and then tell them that I knew this was illegal and that they could go to jail. These people would freak out. They would be like, what the hell? Are you going to call the police? And I would say no. (laughs) I would say no. I'm not going to call the police because I believe in my heart that you'll change and you won't do this again. Keep in mind, these people knew where I went to school and the only thing standing between them and a minimum two-year sentence behind bars with a lifetime subscription to the sex offender registry list was a 12-year-old girl that said, I believe in my heart that you're better than this. Not going to lie, I'm still surprised I didn't get capped in the parking lot after fifth period. After about six months of this, I ended up getting a boyfriend at the end of seventh grade and decided it was time to retire the badge and give up on catching predators. Sad day, I know, but every story has to come to an end, and as anticlimactic as that was, I actually had one of these predators reach out to me the other day, and by the other day, I mean six months ago, and ask me how old I was. They literally asked me how old I was now. I'm dead. I can't with these people. (sighs) Thank you so, so much for listening to that crazy story. Here's some advice to take from this experience. Don't be an idiot, but if you are, use internet safety. That extends to the outside world also. Just be safe. Now it's time for a review. L. James K. said, so, so good. I didn't know I needed this, but I do. Listening to all the stories, the intro, and everything makes me want to know Mackenzie even more with a smiley face. Thank you for the review. I appreciate all of my dolls that tune into the Barbie Trap House. If you want to hear your name in a future episode, be sure to leave a review. That's going to be it for this one. Make sure to subscribe and follow my Instagram, McKenzie with six zeros. Peace up. A-Town down. See you guys next time.